I'm particularly excited about this because we are going big on this one. And what we're trying to do here at Ballast Point is we are trying to bring it very much back home and support our community, support San Diego, and support everybody that wants to be a part of that community in San Diego. So the whole initiative is to bring underrepresented groups um, from outside of our industry and bring them in and give them and, and give them some love and give them, give them all the resources that they need to pursue a career in craft brewing and follow their passion and not have to worry about the financial burdens that might be keeping them out of the game. And that's what this episode is all about. We are going to be talking about uh, the new scholarship that we have created uh, in a partnership with San Diego Brewing Guild and the UCSD Extension Program. It's insane. It's awesome. It's a full ride. It's a full tuition um, to one lucky person annually. And you're going to hear all about it in this episode. I want you to uh, listen to it and in, in, in with a pen and paper and ready to apply if it, if it's directed to you. But one of the things that I've I'm really proud of, not just about our company, but the industry in a whole, like I said, is that in light of all of these events that are, uh, you know, that that are highlighting social injustice, we have decided to try our best to squash that in our world, in our industry. And so uh, this new uh, initiative is going to be really, really, really big. It's going to be a game changer for anybody looking to brew in San Diego, but hopefully it starts a wildfire and everybody all across the the world, hopefully um, wants to partake in these kind of incentives and initiatives for, for bringing diversity and inclusivity into our industry. So enjoy the episode. We sit down with our very own Misha Collins, who is the front runner. She's the she is the person that got this all started. She's the one that stood up and spoke out when she, when everything was going down. Um, and and, and our, our bosses listened and they said, you know what? Not only do we agree with you, we're going to do something about it. And she was the one that really reached out to Virginia Morrison from uh, Second Chance and the San Diego Brewers Guild and uh, Kyle Whiskerchen who is the UCSD extension program manager. And so we sit down all together and I try to ask all the questions to get all the information into your ears. So still grab a beer, crack it open and, and, and see if this is going to be right for you. Cheers guys. How's everybody doing? Doing great. I see. Welcome. Hello and welcome to our show. Uh, Misha, Virginia, Kyle, a pleasure to have you. And I'm really excited to be talking about today's subject. Um, there, there has been this influx and, and, and everybody's had it on the back of their minds, it seems, but this has been a perfect opportunity to kind of hit the ground running with giving back and, 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 and really, really kind of taking the lead and saying, hey, we have a platform and we want to do something for the community. And that's what this whole show is about. And the three of you have been working together for quite some time. I didn't know how long you guys were, 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 were planning and, 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 and curating the scholarship, but it seems as though it's been something that's been in the works. And it, it, it warms my heart to know that in a time of just a lot of sadness and a lot of, a, a lot of bad that 
you three got together and are trying to do something really good. So the scholarship that we are now going to be talking about and rolling out, I want everybody listening to know exactly what that is. But before we get to all of that juicy meat on the bone information about this awesome idea, I want to drink beer with the three of yes, us. So let's crack. Yeah. Let's, what let's must. crack open some beer and what better beer to crack open than Virginia's own second chance brewery beer, Virginia. I'm going to show, I'm going to hold up to the camera what you um, gave us all to enjoy today on today's episode. What can you tell us about this winter wonder beer from second chance Bruin? So Winter Wonder is the third release in our road trip series, because let's face it, sometimes you got to get out of town and you're doing it <laughs> by car. Um, and so this is the winter edition. It features um, this beautiful photography from Eric Rubens, who is um, a fan of ours, good friend. And it is a West Coast style IPA. Um, and as you'll taste, it's delicious. So these are some of the best um IPAs that we've made this series. So we're really proud, um, have made, you know, different hop combinations throughout all of them. And they really showcase what the hop can do for an IPA because the base uh, malt bill is all the same. Awesome. And by the way, this can was just getting eyeballs. When I, when I walked into the brewery today, everyone was like, what do you got there? That looks awesome. That looks like a place where I want to be. So the, the, the art, the, the direction that you guys took with the the can is just amazing. The name is appropriate for the can. It just it all it all comes together really, really well. Shout out to Eric Rubens. Let's crack this open. So Ooh. All right. And as I as I pour this, um, I want to I want everybody to know who's involved in this. The three of you have been working really intimately with each other to get this launched. And so I want everybody to to, to understand who we're talking to today. So, um, Virginia, since you've already you've already uh, kind of had a little speaking part. Why don't you tell everybody who you are and what you do and your involvement with this new scholarship? All right. So Virginia Morrison, CEO and uh, co-founder of Second Chance Beer Company. I'm also um, the president of the San Diego Brewers Guild this year, as well as on the Brewers Associ Association Board of Directors. And um, as Second Chance, we, uh, I like to say, are an award-winning four charity brewery. So most of our beers and soon in the future, all of our beers will have a philanthropic component. And we like to uh, work with organizations that give people, planet, and pups a second chance. And we have ways of doing that um, within our uh, brewery, too. Uh, and that's how we like to make an impact. That sounds very, very down to earth and very about the earth and very about the community. Um, there's not a lot of people out there doing what you're doing. And in 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 a method that you're doing it, you're really you know, like I said, hitting the ground running with this. You have an idea of how to give back, but a lot of people have ideas about how to give back. You're actually doing it, right? Which is I like to which do. is I'm a doer. You're a doer. <laughs> yeah, you're what we call a doer, and it's very very um, inspirational to see uh, a woman be a CEO of such a, a decorated brewery 
in a land of not many women being the head of breweries. So that's really cool. And so I'm very, what better person to have on the committee? Um, Kyle, what's up, my dude? How's it going? Oh, it's going very well. This beer is very tasty. It is. You, you, you also are helping the world of craft beer in a very intimate way. What do you do? So I am the program manager of the UC San Diego Extension uh, Brewing Certificate Program. I'm actually a graduate of the program myself and kind of coming back full circle. Uh, did a little bit of brewing for about five years, and I guess it's, I was uh, in the first cohort with actually some of your employees uh, at Ballast Point and some of your our instructors now. So it's very intimate, as you said. Um, I love doing it. We, you know, we run run several different programs, but I've, I consider this one kind of kind of my baby as I graduated in the first cohort, and uh, we're eight years running now. And uh, you know, super excited to be giving back as well and and getting involved with uh, Ballast Point again. Eight years is a long time, dude. Um, I know. That's a it, lot of brewers. That's a lot it, of brewers coming it out. It is. And uh, they've been kind of spreading out, too. You know, we've got a lot in the San Diego scene. We've got some that have opened breweries. We've got some uh, that have opened breweries out, out of the outside of the U.S., too, as well. Um, and it's kind of nice to see, you know, internships go outside of the out of, outside of this area and and uh, kind of the spread is, is we started as this little baby. We've obviously got UC Davis up north and, and you know, we're trying to do similar things and educate people down here as well. And, and so we uh, were really, uh, really enjoying it. Yeah, we were talking about uh, a, a mutual friend of ours and, you know, he's down south. He's in Mexico and he he's one of the most curious students maybe that has ever gone through the program. But what your what your program is doing is, is it's allowing people that don't have a, uh, a direct kind of line to professionals and people that have done the work, you know, have had dealt with the, with all the problems, the trials and tribulations of a, of a brewing, uh, of a working brewery, they're able to talk to you. They're able to talk to other, uh, other brewery workers, uh, ask their instructors questions. And what we were talking about earlier was that it's so fascinating that your program could allow somebody down in Mexico to get a world-class education in beer and not even have like this weird kind of um, evolution, but start already with, with, with a full toolkit and be able to produce what we're so proud of over here in San Diego and in the United States. They're able to just hit the ground running and say, hey, I'm going to my first batch is actually going to be really damn good. And, and it's, a, it's such a beautiful thing because that, that shaves a lot of time off of uh, uh, off the, the, that whole kind of window of, uh, as far as when, it, when it's okay and when it becomes world-class and good. So you're doing, you're doing the Lord's work, my friend. Misha, I know Misha. Hello, Hello Misha hey, Collins. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well, and I'm, I'm I'm happy that you're on the show. You're usually behind the scenes, but now you're on the show, so which is really cool. I would love to let everybody know all the the hard work and, and the good work that you're doing. Um, so you know me, so you can't say anything. But I actually used to um, host and serve and bartend at Ballast Point uh, for five years. And recently, um, about six months ago, I was given the opportunity to be um, 
Community Engagement Manager. And so in this role, I'm focusing on diversity and inclusion initiatives. Um, I'm focusing on scholarships, uh, this scholarship, and hopefully more in the future. Um, I'm also focusing on sponsorships, partnerships with um, organizations within the community, beer festivals, marathons. And you're the perfect person for the job. One of the things that over the over the last couple of years, there's been a real focus on independence and and making sure that uh, breweries, not just breweries, you know, bakeries for that matter, that are are that are independent and locally owned and mom and pop shops kind of deal have been highlighted so that people understand that when they, when they vote for that particular company or product, that they're actually benefiting a family. They're benefiting something that's a little bit smaller than a corporate entity. And one of the things that I think Misha, you're doing a really good job at as far as ballast point is concerned is that it's not just an independent label on a can or a box. It's, it's what you're doing. It's the, it's the, the substance behind it. And the three of you have gotten together to make Brewing for Diversity, a Brewing for Diversity scholarship, which I think is the coolest thing ever so far. So uh, in the craft beer world, I think it's the coolest thing ever so far. And there's it's, there's a lot to it, and I want to get to everything. So I, I want to start we'll, – we'll start with Virginia to give us a little bit of the synopsis about what this scholarship is and 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 and, and why so i like to say that uh, craft beer needs to be as colorful and diverse as the beers that we drink in it so um i think we all acknowledge that we've come far but we have a lot of ways to go and having a scholarship that specifically is looking to identify passionate individuals um, who are currently underrepresented in craft beer and giving them that opportunity to go and get this amazing education. And as you were saying about the gentleman or woman in Mexico, like they can hit the ground running and really like be an asset to a brewery uh, fresh out of that is an amazing opportunity. And I can't uh, be prouder that San Diego uh, Brewers Guild has an inclusion committee. Uh, and that's how I, on behalf of that inclusion committee was asked to be part of this initiative from Ballast Point. And, you know, San Diego is the capital of craft. So of course we'd be leading the way on the inclusion front. <laughs> you said it. you said it, that's a statement. So everybody knows San Diego is the capital of craft and we're really showing it because being the capital of craft isn't just having breweries per capita. It's what you're doing with that real estate. It's what you're doing with your, with your brand. Um, how did you guys get into contact with each other? Kyle, how did you – where were you fitting in on this? Yeah, so it's something actually, you know, even before this summer and, and, and you know, coming to the forefront that, that uh, actually one of your employees and one of my uh, friends and someone I graduated with in the program uh, actually is in your little promo video as well. But Al uh, Ubieta from and uh, he was he was talking about it and asking for, you know, is this something we should be doing? We want to get involved. Um and then he kind of put me in, in touch with Misha. And, and since then, it's just kind of been the, you know, she's in keeping the ball running. You know, we get busy and things like that. But this has been to the forefront and something I put, you know, we've all put a lot of energy into. And and it's taken a little bit of time. But I think we're we're very excited that it's here. And, uh, you know, it's it's something that, that I'm passionate about as well. I know Virginia is. And I just, 
you know, as soon as I knew that she was in the uh, inclusion committee and also becoming, you know, the president and things we're hearing in, in the BA that, that you know, as, as people are speaking and, and talking about this and we have uh, mutual students that are also in the inclusion committee as well. As we all know, it's kind of a, a small, tight-knit community, no matter how big it is in San Diego. So um, it just all the pieces really naturally fell together. And I couldn't be, you know, happier with with uh, the collaboration and the ideas that have come from each party. How do you how do you how are you feeling about something that's tailored to underrepresented demographics in brewing? I mean, you've been eight years doing this extension program, and you might have some sort of a snapshot, we'll call it, of a particular person that comes through, you know. And and how does it? What's your take on extending a helping hand to people that? you know, may not have the means to be able to, to enter that program on their own. Well, it, you know, I've talked, I deal with people from, from the second that they come in, um, even, you know, after graduating the program and, and talking to people on the phone and, and finances do come up a lot. Um, as we all know, it's a, it's a labor of love very often, especially at the entry level and, and you got to have the passion for it. So hearing people exactly like you're saying, our mutual friend, um, you know, scrapping together things, uh, homebrewing, whether it's coming from some different field. Uh, you know, I've met people down in Mexico that, that have families that, that are, you know, make make coffee beans and things like that or tea and, and come from that. So um, for me to see, I mean, naturally, we've seen some diversity come through, but you're right. Absolutely. It's 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 a lot of a lot of beards and a, and a lot of a lot of white males. And, and so it's uh, you know, we have some younger and some older and, and and I'd always love to see more women come through as well. We work with pink boots. And and so for for me to to maybe extend, like you said, a financial hand out there to to uh, maybe even bring it up to someone that might not be thinking about this as a career choice um, that's passionate about it and and to give them the proper education and to give them kind of that kickstart, um, yeah, it means everything. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's it, it's it's amazing actually, and I, I know that that Misha. Every time we talk, you that's the first thing on your mind, it's talking about the scholarship, especially leading up to um, its launch. Um, how did we get involved? So actually it's funny. Um, I was serving at the time. I remember it was a Friday night of serving and um, one of our co-owners of the company that you mentioned earlier, Brandon, he was having fun, having some beers in the tasting room. And um, he was just like, bye guys, have a good night. I'm on my way out. And I would, pulled him aside and said, Hey, I've had this on my mind for a little bit. Um, and since this was last year, it was in the midst of just racial injustice, social injustice, you know, chaos. And with a heavy heart, I just came to him like, is there anything that we can do for the black community? Um, I've been with Bowles Point for five years and, and I'm, I love this company. Can we do something to help those in need? And he was just like, absolutely let's figure out a day to sit down and talk about this. So within that week, I'm sitting down with Brennan Waters and Chris Bradley, both of the owners of Ballast Point, and just talking and bouncing ideas off of each other. And those two are so passionate about a scholarship and so many other inclusion and just diverse diversity initiatives that immediately I was just like, okay, I want to get this done. Like I, they're, behind me. I have their support. I'm passionate about this. Like, let's do this. And so 
um, the first thing Brandon said was we've had so many people come through the UCSD Brewing Extension Program. Let's link up with them and and really kick this off. And so ever since then, I linked up with Kyle. We've had over 100 phone calls, Zoom calls. <laughs> Endless amounts of emails. He's like, you've, got, oh, you've, yeah, got, you've got a, you've got a folder, literally. You know, like that's, that's how much it's been. It's, it's the Misha folder. So, I hope you guys were drinking long. over these conversations. I hope no, you guys were drinking we some beer. We never thought of that. <clears throat> I don't know what we've been doing. I don't know what you guys have been doing either. Been doing um, the best, I, the best ideas come out of it. That's probably why you, the, the three of you are yeah. spearheading it. But <laughs> what, what an interesting. What an interesting way of coming about something that's been on the back burner for so long. It sounds like Virginia has had these initiatives for a long time. And once in a while, you just get this crescendo, right? Where things, unfortunately, build up and you have to do something. And you feel compelled to no longer, for everybody to get involved, right? And Virginia, how how does it feel for you to, to have such a long uh, history of philanthropy and, and, and wanting to do these things. And now everybody seems like they're on the same wavelength and everyone wants to help. So little known secret, I'm actually a, a lawyer. And so oh, prior crap. to coming to <laughs> <laughs> I practiced employment law. And so, you know, discrimination, harassment, um, hostile work environment, that's what I did. But more, my passion was always on the proactive side. So helping large companies not step in it, if you will, um, because frankly, I grew up on welfare. I always had friends that were, um, you know, diverse. And I just thought, that's the way it should be. There's better decision making. It's more fun. Um, you learn a lot more. You have a more open mind. Um, and so that really has followed me throughout my career. Um, and so then when we uh, started Second Chance, there was this idea that our values, which are thirsty. And so the I in thirsty is an inclusive community. That was just always going to be uh, something that we were passionate about. You know, um, our brewmaster, Marty, my husband, really, really loves to brew a lot of different styles. Um, we're even making a hard seltzer now. We do barrel-aged beers. Mm. Um, basically, I want to have something for everyone. No matter what you're currently drinking or what you think you don't like, we can meet you where you are and I can find a beer that you will love. Just that one that opens up your eyes and then like the love of craft beer is sure to follow. That's pretty amazing. Um, the You have right there, for every, anybody that's listening and not watching, um, Virginia has a few second chance beers in the backdrop and one of them is Black is Beautiful. And yeah. Black is Beautiful from a collaboration standpoint, I've never seen something. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And and I've never seen something come through the pipeline with such um, with such a unanimous vote like Black is Beautiful. And I guess is is Black is Beautiful, was that something that 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 really kind of kickstarted this into into really becoming much more of a of a concrete thing? Did did it did it 
did it change kind of everyone's conversation about what it means to involve um, underrepresented groups in craft beer? That's a free yeah, fall I would say, answer. I would say shout out to Marcus and um, the peeps over at Weathered Souls because they were the ones that really launched this initiative. And this is actually our second annual release of this. It's a collaboration um, with Chula Vista Brewery. Uh, shout out to those guys over there, uh, Tim and team. Uh, San Diego's only Black-owned brewery right now. Soon to change, I'm sure. Um, and this, I think, you know, it's almost like um, the all of the recipe was ripe for having this conversation with diversity and craft beer. You know, the Brewers Association has had a diversity ambassador in Dr. J for a long time. Um, but we're all feeling so um, assured that now is the time to do more. Like not just talk, but do. Right. You've right. heard a lot of that on here, right? That get done mentality. Mm -hmm. It's that time. It is. And there's so many people and businesses that are all about talking and having the conversations. But then, like you said, it needs to be moved to the next step okay, we realize this is a problem. We realize there's a deficit. What are we going to do? What opportunities are we going to implement? How are we going to change? How are we going to foster change? Absolutely. And from, from an education standpoint, it's something, you know, that even internally for us, it's looking at and questioning, you know, are we, are we presenting ourselves? Are we, are we giving opportunities? Are we, where are we marketing? Where, you know, what, are we welcoming even internally, whether we're hiring or we're looking for students? And so um, even for us internally at, at UCSD Extension, it's, it's um, you know, like this has been a forefront of the conversation as well. And it's kind of been like the little, the little engine that could as we started with just the three people, but it's, it's, it's kind of making a movement where we're, you know, we're working with uh, other groups and looking at other scholarships and other different areas, not just brewing, obviously. So um, it's just kind of been a snowball that's just getting bigger. So, yeah, it seems as though this is going to catch like wildfire because it's so universally accepting. I don't, I don't know what it is, but the world of craft beer, and I'm sure the three of you know it. That's why this whole thing is, even exists has been without, stating it has been very unidimensional and it's just it craft beer isn't the place where mexicans like myself go oh i'm gonna go per, i'm gonna go pursue a, a career in craft beer because it just it doesn't speak our language and i'm sure it doesn't it doesn't for the black community i'm sure it doesn't do it for a lot of underrepresented demographics what you guys are doing with the scholarship is saying here's a universal message to everybody it's for everybody, and we're going to help you. So I want to know what the scholarship is uh, trying to do. Not even trying to do. What is the scholarship going to do? And what are the components of the scholarship? How do people, how do people take advantage of it? So the scholarship is going to uh, be annual. So it will grant one annual re uh, recipient a fun, the funds to complete um, the program with Kyle at uh, UCSD uh, Extension's Brewing Certificate Program. It covers books. It covers fees for classes. Every single thing that you need to 
put yourself through this program is covered. And in addition to that, you also will be granted, or the recipient will also be granted a internship at Ballast Point. And it will be within the brew house. It will be in production. They'll be in the lab. They'll hang out with the sales team. They'll be in every single department. So not only are they brewing and getting real world experience at Ballast Point with brewers that have been brewing for years, but they'll also be able to get an inside look and training in every single department behind the scenes at a brewing um, company. So they're going to be extremely well-rounded. Such a comprehensive scholarship, you know, to not only give people the education, but then give, give them a job and give them all this practical exposure. You know, as lawyers, we're never taught how to argue anything. We're just taught how to think like a lawyer. <laughs> really, really cool. The separation between the textbook and the brew house is that there's a very hard line between it. And I know me and Kyle were talking about it because unless you're there, unless you're right here, I have a brew house uh, behind me for anyone that's not watching. It's, it's very intimate on a sensory basis. It's very, there's no way that you can kind of just read about it in a book and then go out and make world-class beer. That's why, that's where the extension program comes in. That's where where a lot of the information that you get from a course like the UCSD extension program is really put into like tangibility. The thing, the thing about this this scholarship that that makes me so excited, and I think it's what we've been missing in this industry, is that when people see the investment to return, the ROI, I guess, it could be a little daunting because I think Kyle alluded to it in the beginning. <clears throat> it in in a, in, a, in a production facility like that, you're doing what you love, but you typically start from the bottom and you, you have to work your way up. And, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of mundane things that happen. There's a lot of lifting grains and there's a lot of this and stuff. So to, to invest in some, to invest in your passion, which I, which I wish more people did regularly. Um, it, it's, it's a tough sell. And this, this scholarship is kind of taking that out of the equation and saying, Hey, you're not someone that would probably have the means to make this kind of investment based on its return. We're taking care of that for you so that you can pursue your passion. That's amazing. It is. Yeah, I think absolutely. It's uh, it's it's kind of an open arms welcome and and hopefully for someone that is is extremely passionate that we find is uh, you know there's little less risk, I guess, and, and a lot of reward, right. To go through and, and to, to really build that passion even bigger and connect with people. And, and, um, I, the second Misha told me her approach, um, and that, you know, she'd be involved, you know, there, there's gifts and scholarships. Um, they are amazing, but I could immediately tell that, that it was going to be like when we were talking about the letter that's going to go to the student that we, you know, and, and giving your contact and building a relationship that's um, going to be fostered from the get go. Um, because the, uh, the students in our program, anyone can do an internship and we have, you know, internships with about 50 plus breweries here in San Diego, obviously put them on hold for a little bit during this whole COVID, but um, we've been building that, um, 
And so when I heard that, that they were going to basically have a mentor and someone that can connect them from the get-go, not just when they're doing their studies and then doing the internship as a capstone, um, whether it's getting involved in other uh, diversity, inclusion, and, and equitable events and things like that as we start to open back up, um, I think it's a full picture. It's a full package. It's not just, hey, I'm cutting you a check and, and good luck. Um, it's, it really is, I think what we need, which is a mentorship, which it's an apprentice and, and someone that, that feels valued and believed in that, um, they are going to succeed. And it's not just that entry level job. It's, it's a bigger dream than that. So. Exactly. From the beginning, we didn't want to just seem like we're just going to cut people, cut them a check. Here you go. Good luck. Don't forget about us. Like, no, from the beginning, we want to meet you on the scholarship committee, which will be myself, Virginia, Kyle, um, other members from UCSD's extension and Ballast Point. We are going to virtually meet them, talk to them, get to know these um, applicants. And then when we have the recipient, I'm going to take them out to lunch. I want to sit down. I want to get to know them. I'm going to help foster their internship, explain to them, I'm, I'm here to help. And I think that's what makes the scholarship so much different than, than others. Like Kyle was saying, I've gotten a scholarship before, but it was just like, here you go. See ya. So this, this one's going to be really awesome. Can I get an invite to lunch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be at second gym. exactly i was just going to say <laughs> i i gotta say that i i got into this industry about nine years ago and i i, I very much started at the bottom i mean there i don't think you can go lower than when i started and to know that there is basically an opportunity to have all of the, the worries that anybody has. This is not just about entering brewing school. These are the worries about entering any sort of educational advancement is the financial burden. And you, you have to take a hard look. And most people don't know how to do that mental math where they go, this is the investment. And then this is the return. I'm sure, I'm sure um, that you know that going through law school is that there is a, a pretty hefty investment and then there's a return, but to quantify it, it's very hard. It, it, it's very hard to wrap your mind around it, especially in brewing when you think, okay, so I'm going to finish this program and then I'm going to get spit out into the, into the brewing world. And what does that mean? It, it's daunting, but the fact of the matter is that you've, you've, basically allowed and facilitated this beautiful way of entering the industry without having that on your shoulder. And that is such a relief. It's such a relief for a lot of people that say, I love beer. I, I'm passionate about beer. I'm ready to devote my life to beer. But maybe right now I just can't. I don't have the the means to invest in what's going to take me to the top and that's where you guys are taking care of it how do you how do you sign up how do people how do people start to really go in and say hey i want to be a part of this let me see if i have a shot well i can cover that it's uh so they can go to extension.ucsd.edu uh backslash brewing which is our our brewing certificate landing page um and they will see a section uh that's dedicated to the Ballast Point 
bring for diversity scholarship. Um, and so we have at the same time, they'll be able to, if they're a new student, they'll be able to simultaneously apply for the, the brewing certificate program. And towards the bottom of the certificate, we have a nice uh, scholarship prompt. And we want to know, we just want to know, you know, what diversity inclusion means to someone. We want to know, you know, what, if they've taken leadership roles or, or if they're passionate about it, what they've done with their community. It doesn't have to be that you have brewing experience, um, you know, maybe in an industry that you're already in. Um, and just like Virginia was saying, whether it's from law or, or, or somewhere else you've worked or, or your community that you've grown up in, uh, we just want to hear about what's important to someone. And if they haven't demonstrated something, if let's say you're you're recently passionate or, or you're feeling um, empowered, then you know, what do you plan to bring to the to the industry? Like what what is it that that drives you? And so we have a five hundred to one thousand word prompt. Um, and our finalists will get to meet us all. And I'm assuming since it'll be in May, it'll still be it'll still be a Zoom call. And, and I promise it'll be a fun time because it's uh, going to be with us and a bunch of other people that are into beer and, and uh, into this cause as well. Beautifully said. That's pretty simple. That's that's nice. Um, the the I think people might be hesitant on to applying because they think they might not be in the in the group that needs it but it sounds as though everybody needs it if if you want to get into this program we have a a fine sieve i mean we got the committee we got the committee i i think that the more people that get up out of their seats and active as to how to pursue a career or future in brewing, whether you, whether you don't make the cut this year, maybe it's next year, whatever it, it's that you got out of your seat and you've kind of started to decipher your life. I, the one thing that before we end the show, by the way, the one thing that I'm going to get at is, is why you guys are even in the in industry for the first place, but for everybody listening that is in, remotely interested in this uh, scholarship, this is a, helping hand to you somebody that has said i think i like beer i think i like it enough to pursue i think i can make a living here that's what i did that's what the three of you guys did and 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 it's not it's not a, a stretch of the imagination to think that you can make a living off of making beer, especially in this city. And by the way, if you take this knowledge, take advantage of this scholarship and decide to move into the, to the other side of the country, you're, you're doing us all a favor. You're doing us all a favor. The, the, the way that I've always phrased it is that if you get into craft beer to the extent that you open up a craft brewery and you, you pay attention and you want to do better, you're helping us all. You're helping big, you're helping the biggest craft brewery and you're helping the smallest craft brewery. Don't think it's one of these industries that I think is very interesting in that, um, Misha, you're from Ballast Point. Um, Virginia, you're from Second Chance. And then Kyle, you're, you're all over the place. But the thing is, is that we're, what you guys are doing is you are initiating people to enter the industry, which is to say that you want people to, enter the competition realm because we all understand that the better that they are, the better we become and vice versa, which is, which is a beautiful thing. Virginia, do you, do you share that sentiment that more people doing 
great beer is better for business? Yeah, better for everything, quite frankly. <laughs> and I would say if you're listening and, or watching and you think that craft beer isn't for you, that is all the more reason why we need you in craft beer. Um, like this industry is not exclusive. Just, you know, find your passion, find your people. Um, we're out there. We're really fun. <laughs> the, the industry itself actually is really um diverse from the perspective of different backgrounds, right? Like I'm a lawyer, um, you know, there are chiropractors, there's doctors, there's, you know, people come because they love and they're passionate about craft beer. So I would say if you're like, oh, I've been curious about craft beer, go for it. Because yeah. that's all the more reason why we need you in this industry. Exactly. I agree because I'm I actually have a background in teaching. I have a master's degree in teaching. And um, I went from third graders last year to community engagement manager this year. So it's been a very big change, definitely. But um, just the perspectives that I have and the passion that I have, especially for initiatives like this, and especially to foster you know, the success of a, of a student that's coming in, that's all I want. Anything I can do as a teacher, as an African-American, female, especially in this industry, there's there's not enough of us and we need the diversity, we need the culture. So I'm, I'm so passionate about it. Well, Nisha, you worked in the front of the house for a long time. So you had 21 year old people that acted like third graders. So you're, you're very well oh, yeah. fitted for the job <laughs> at a certain point. Go ahead, Kyle. After a few Dorados, right? <laughs> And I was just going to say, if it, you know, if anyone feels like they, uh, you know, don't have the 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 technical skills, or if you haven't homebrewed, or you know, but you're you're into it, you've let's say even read books, or you're or you're even just into into craft beer, drinking it, and and the culture of it. Um, you know, I came I came from a business background. My dad was a farmer, and he was hard to work with. So you know, I didn't learn too much uh, working in the backyard with him because we'd always butt heads. So for me, it was uh, when I switched. I was working at a revenue cycle at Children's Hospital here, and you know, baby faced in my twenties, and and just decided when the program had opened up, and and that I love beer, and and you know, I, I had not the first clue about it, and was just absolutely enthralled, you know, meeting with the instructors and, and learning everything that I could. I know we were talking about some of the, you know, book theory versus getting into it and then got into my internship and realized, you know, I got, I got a ton to learn. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it definitely is a labor of love, but at the same time, um, I couldn't be happier for switching it and, and, and getting into it and being passionate about it and meeting people like this while I'm doing it. And it really is an industry that, that as much as they say competition and things like that, and I know things are tight now, uh, people still try to rise the tide and, and help each other out and make sure there's, you know, bringing in new talent, new opportunities. And, and so take advantage of it and, and, and try it out if you, if you have the interest. You know what? You said something really cool, a labor of love, and, and I attach myself to that very intimately. But I wanted to ask you something, Kyle. I'm going to ask this of Virginia and Misha, but now that you're in the industry, you've been in here for about eight years. What keeps you in the industry? I think it's a it's a combination of things. I, I, um, 
I really am into the science and the aspect of using my hands, but it is also an art. And it's also, you know, in the end of the day, you're, you're moving through. I love having a, a finished product. I know that those of us that are tied to email and things like that, it seems like it's never ending. I know a lot of people uh, kind of try to get away from the computer a little bit when they get into the industry. But for me, um, it just is. It's the people and it's the science and it's the ability to, you know, create something living. And uh, and there's always something more to learn. Um, and it's humbling at times. And uh, I uh, yeah, I, that's pretty much pretty much a, a combination of all those things that just keeps me interested. But in the end, it really is a great industry that lifts itself up and, and helps each other. Yeah, definitely is. And you have the beard for it, too. But we're changing Should that. You. We're changing that with the scholarship. Um, but you did say you had a picture of you baby-faced when you first oh, started. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna gonna that. That. yeah <laughs> we're going to plug was, that. We're going to plug that for the archive. Yeah. They knew I was serious as that's when they were asking me at the hospital, like, because we weren't allowed to have beards there. So they were literally mm-hmm. like, you're quitting, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> quitting, or be, quitting or being fired. <laughs> I got to grow the requisite amount of hair. <laughs> that's pretty, that's so pretty hilarious. Misha, I, I got to say, um, I know you, I've known you for a long time and I know that you were a teacher and that you had a teaching background. I didn't know you had a master's, but what, what is it that prompted you to get into this industry and why are you still in it? I love beer. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing. Um, but initially, um, I started working at Gordon Biersch and that was my first introduction with Doug Hasker, just getting to know different beer and how diverse beer can be and how there can be someone, something for everyone and got to Ballast Point, started as a host and, and as a teacher, one of my biggest things to teach students and for myself is to always be a lifelong learner. So when I started at the bottom, pretty much um, at Ballast Point. I was a host and I'm like, okay, I learned everything I need to be as a host. Great. I'm excellent. What's next? Oh, serving. Let me learn what I need to know. Let me learn more about beer. Let me learn more about the different styles, ABVs, things like that, brewing process. Oh, bartending. What is there to know? So I think just throughout the company, there's so much to learn. Everyone has um, a big part of their job that really makes the entire experience in the company run. And so throughout the years, I've been able to be in every single department downstairs. And so now I'm upstairs. And so now it's just like, oh, okay, I'm in a new position. I'm in a new role. What is there to learn in this role? And what else is there to learn? And it's just so eye-opening to see um, what everyone brings to the table and I just remember serving. I just loved giving someone a beer after a long day, chatting up with them, talking to regulars. And now I can do that for the community. So I can go out into the community, go to beer festivals, things that I'm working on, scholarship recipient. I hope they like me because I'm going to be blowing them up. Hey, do you want to hang out? I don't know. So I just, I love the people. I I love um learning so much and I'm, I'm here to stay. It's so funny that when people think about beer, they think about beer. But when I think about beer and when we all think about beer, we think about people. And it, the thing is, is that this, this community that we've um, 
developed and that we that we're preserving and that we're evolving is not about the beer as much as it is about the people and to get that through people's heads is kind of weird right because most people don't care about what the beer is i mean relatively speaking we're in a bubble but most people and it's growing year by year um exponentially but most people think that beer is just something that you do. You pass you pass the time and it's leisure and stuff like that. And I agree. I say yes, you're right. It is, but we're putting our 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 our, our thoughts and we're putting our efforts and we're being meticulous about when you choose to relax and forget about the world. We've done all the thinking for you and all the hard work so that when you crack open that beer and you sip it and. You, like one of the one of the nice things is like I tell my dad this all the time. It's like the nicest compliment that you give me is when you drink one of our beers and you don't talk about it because I know it's perfect. It's what you needed. You don't need to bring it up. Let's talk about something else. You take the sh- you take the sip and you continue with your with your conversation and it doesn't interrupt anything. If That's inter- so funny. If- That's how I felt with this. It's I've delicious. Enjoying it and I keep thinking like oh I should say something. That's why we haven't even talked oh, about it because it's delicious. But I just keep drinking it. (laughs) (laughs) Virginia, your beer is good. Your beer is delicious. And your North Park uh, tasting room is is a place where I've been to many, many times. And we had to take a quick hiatus, but I'm glad that that, that we can uh, hopefully start to trickle back in. I want to ask you, because it seems as though you have a lot at stake here. Um, but I wanted to ask you where your passion, where your drive for craft beer comes from and what second chance is all about and what it means to you. So my passion for craft beer comes from loving craft beer and making craft beer. I actually was a home brewer at one time and, um, I just, I went from drinking like Bud Light because it was cheap and that's what was at college parties college yeah it was it was in college yeah Uh, because I was like oh my gosh this tastes like chocolate um and so the reason that I stay in craft beer is because it has everything that I love um people plan it in pups (laughs) so you know what I do in our company like we do dog adoptions uh, we foster dogs actually my dog Citra uh, came to us by way of fostering her and two puppies um, when the world opens back up, we'll do adoption events again. You know, I'm really passionate about sustainability and uh, upcycling, recycling, repurposing. So you'll see that in our tasting rooms uh, and in our business practices. About 90% of all of our stuff we say is living its second chance in our tasting room. And then, yeah, the people. Um, from, you know, the aspect of being able to watch um uh, people in the community come to our space after they've had a long day and they sit and they drink and they kind of unbutton that top button. Um, Marty calls uh, beer a social lubricant and it really is. It gets people to relax and it gets them talking. Um, And I love that, you know, our team, um, you know, it also is really diverse and I learn so much from my employees every day. And then craft beer community is yeah, the I couldn't say, you know, having been two other uh, professions before this one, there's nothing like it. The women with Pink Boots Society come together, what we're doing right here, you know, really 
being honest about what's going on, but saying we want to change, we want to do something and be a more inclusive community. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't met better people in my life besides my family, most of them. <laughs> don't, don't name any names. Very fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, craft beer. And you'll, you'll hear that over and over again. You said it, right? Like, we're really in it for the people. <laughs> and that's true. You know, our customers are amazing. Yeah, it's, it's the best. I wouldn't be anywhere. The scholarship highlights the, the three of your, uh, of you guys, the, 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 it brings it all together, which means this is something that we want to share with people. We like it so much that we want to share it with you. And we want to share it with you so much that we want to pay a big chunk of it for you. We want to, we want to, we want to put you through the motions because it's, it's such a beautiful world that we live in, 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 in the world of craft beer. And look, Everybody has their own little pocket and 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 positive pocket, right? Uh, chocolatiers, bread bakers, you name it. There's 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 a group of people that are that are about humanity, about inclusion, about diversity. But craft beer, we are now having that here at least uh, locally with the scholarship, and it's something it's something beautiful that's that that that. But maybe, maybe it it does bring somebody who was going to never be a part of this community into it simply because they found out that there was a scholarship that could provide them with the financial means for it. And they didn't think that they might fit in. They think that they might be the wrong color or the wrong gender for the industry because this is what they see and this is who they talk to. You're breaking barriers. And I don't know what's more impactful than that. I really don't. I got cold chills. I know. Well, I got chills with this beer. This is super good beer, and I and I hope that I hope that everybody uh, I hope that everybody understands that um, after this after this episode that the people the majority of people that are involved in our industry are in it because they have a passion and they've been able to, it's a psychological shift. And I was talking to Kyle about this. It's like, yeah, you want to work in a place that it's not the highest paying gig, but it's a very rewarding gig. I could tell you that it's not the highest paying gig, but I feel like I'm making millions. Like I add zeros to my paycheck, you know, like imaginarily, because how many people do you encounter in life? When you ask them what they do for a living, that they say that they're doing what they want to do for a living. Mm-hmm. It's, it's few and far between. Yeah. Right, Kyle? Absolutely agreed. So. <laughs> Can I say one more thing, too? I think that Misha's story says something really unique about craft beer as well. So she made her way up through all of you know the positions uh, to learn and to grow and to continue to advance. And then it sounds like you kind of made your own position with this this latest, <laughs> right? That is so amazing. I've talked to so many people and they don't understand the breadth of opportunities in craft beer. And sometimes you just make your own position. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, it's it threw me off guard and I wasn't expecting it. But it's it's so awesome and so amazing. And especially my my background and 
you know, I'm the first one in my family to get a college degree and to travel the world. And so it's so important for me to not only tell others that you know look like me or under, that are underrepresented, that there is so much opportunity, like you said, in craft beer and in this industry. And we, we want you, we need you. We, mm-hmm. we want diverse people in here. We want multiple um, ethnicities and that um, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that there are opportunities for them. Um, Cause a lot of people think that they don't exist. Who wants to take the final, this is where to go. This is where, this is how to apply all that stuff. Who wants to take that one? I can take it. Right, um, go ahead, so, so you can come to extension.ucsd.edu backslash brewing, or you can email me at brewing at ucsd.edu um, if you have any questions, anything like that. But you will find the scholarship and the Ballast Point information. Just fill it out, fill out the uh, the application, and give us give us a give us a little bit about yourself in the in the prompt and and. You know, don't be afraid about it, and we're and we're looking forward to meeting you. And this happens yearly. Is this this endeavor is going to is going to happen yearly? That's yes. that's the that's It'll the plan. Be annual, yes, annual. Okay, it'll be annual, and so we we've opened it on February eighth, and it'll close on May sixteenth, just for this first round. And uh, hopefully, you know, eventually, I'm I'm working on it, but hopefully, we can we can add to it, and maybe uh, from our end you know, eventually bring a, a second person on. So Ooh, look yes, at you, multiple Kyle. would be great. Oh, look also on that, um, Kyle gave his information. You can also email me if you have any questions, um, Misha at ballastpoint.com. And the scholarship will also live on Ballast Point's uh, webpage, ballastpoint.com slash brewing for diversity. Virginia? I was going to say, um, if people have questions, uh, a lot of women come to me and ask what it's like to own uh, a brewery in the brewing industry. Um, Virginia at secondchancebeer.com, all spelled out. Hey, listen, I, 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 I have a daughter and she's a Mexican daughter and I have a Mexican boy. And I'm just, I'm happy that in, in, in this particular point of time where we're at in the evolution of craft beer, that they can, they can look at daddy and say, Hey, I can do that regardless of, of, of anything. And that, ha- that comfort is, is forged by your efforts. So I hope you know that, that I, I sit comfy <laughs> over here going, thank God. I'm glad that there's people that are passionate and, and, and really doing the work for diversity and inclusion because from a parent's standpoint, at least from my standpoint, it, it, it does really mean that I can tell my children they could do whatever they want. So I appreciate that. Definitely. That's what we're going for. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. Thank you guys again. This is, this been, this is amazing. I just, I, I, I'm giddy. I'm giddy with the advancements that our, our industry is, is making. So thank you guys. Well, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Everybody cheers. cheers. Boom. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys, that was amazing. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, and share the rest of our episodes on uh, Ballast Point's YouTube page, channel, whatever. Uh, you can follow us on ballastpoint.com, Instagram, Facebook, all that jam. I'll see you next time, and thanks for tuning in.